Welcome to the podcast for the women, where I get real with you about the real struggles we as women have. It is my mission to remind you of the powerful, beautiful, worthy woman within and shine light on the food and body struggles that we all go through. I especially shine light on orthorexia, an eating disorder not well known nor talked about. Plus, you're going to get a whole lot of inspiration and empowerment along the way. Let's do this thing. Can I just say, wow, it feels good to be back. And thank you for welcoming me back if you are still here. If you don't know, at the beginning of 2021, I set out to make this quote-unquote my year where I was like, I'm going to get back into all of the things that I love pre-pandemic, pre-2020 because that year was such a shit show that I decided 2021 is my year. And if you are a person who chooses a word for the year like I have done for the past three to four years, then you'll understand when I say I chose the word opportunity for 2021. And remember that because I will circle back to that and it is important. So I set out January 1st, made this big entire plan of everything that I was going to do and everything that I was going to achieve. 30 days later, I got the call that basically my biggest fear in life had come true. I got the call that I had lost my dad. So I go from starting out 2021, like right out of the gate, ready to go, 30 days later to find my world completely crumbled around my feet. So here I am at 25. My biggest fear in my entire life has just come true. And 30 days ago, I was so clear on where I was headed, on who I wanted to be, on what I wanted to do, on where I was going. And then all of a sudden, the clouds rolled in and I had no idea what I wanted to do, what my future would look like, and quite frankly, no idea who this person was now staring back at me in the mirror because I was broken. And I want to share with you some of the things that happened and where I'm at now and how when I stand here today... I can look back and see that on my darkest days where I was clinging to literally anything that could bring me a sliver of hope, those days that I I really truly didn't know how or when the clouds would part, and they did. Like, I'm standing here today like wow, that was that was a really, really scary time. And the clouds always part. 
So if you are going through something like you are in it right now and you can't really see a future, things are really foggy, they're really dense and dark, allow me to be the voice of hope that the clouds do part. So here here are some of the things that I've learned over my six months of what I call grief recovery. Because we don't just get over losses. And I don't mean just the death of someone. I mean any loss, anything that you deem a loss. Whether it be a job loss, a friend loss, moving, a financial loss, it could be a death, it could be loss of future, hopes, dreams, expectations. Loss is is not just for death. So here are some things that I've learned. One, remember how I said that my word for 2021 was opportunity. Well, when my dad died... I literally said to myself, how in the F is this an opportunity? (laughs) Like, WTF, God. Standing here today, there's a lot that I would not have experienced, I would not have done, I would not have healed had I not gone through that loss. Let me explain what I mean. So I started a grief recovery group, not the traditional grief group that's just kind of like a talking circle, but more of a a deep dive into healing grief and grief recovery and breathwork, meditation, kundalini yoga, completion letters, like really getting to the heart of all of the losses that you've been through, all of the ones that feel incomplete all of the undelivered communications. I mean, it it was phenomenal. In that process, I got an opportunity to one, connect deeper into my feelings. Even before my dad died, I was terrified of feeling. So when my dad died... I became even more terrified of what I was feeling and trying not to feel it. I literally could not even drive a mile without becoming enraged. Like my anger was so just right under the surface that I couldn't even drive without becoming enraged because I just had so much anger under there. So I got an opportunity to feel and really feel, not just my dad's loss, but I also got an opportunity to feel safe to feel. I also got an opportunity to find completion and maybe you know this better as closure. With a past relationship, a past breakup that 
I just, I really was having a hard time processing and moving through and was carrying a lot of guilt and regret and shame around. And I got an opportunity to complete that, to feel complete with that, to deliver communication, not directly, but to deliver the communication that was on my heart, which in turn has created space for me in my life. I also got an opportunity to go deeper into mindfulness. And I know that that is a a term that's thrown around a lot. But let me explain what came out of that. My anxious attachment style in relationship has significantly improved and gone closer to a secure relationship. My capacity... And priority to find joy has significantly increased. And my capacity to find joy in the smallest of things has increased. The ability to walk down the street and see a tree or see the sky or see the bay or see a flower and allow that to be enough to bring joy into my life is new for me. I slowed down a heck of a lot more and have gotten really, I've been really desiring more simplicity. I was going, 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 going. And this gave me an opportunity to full stop, learn to feel, learn how to complete things that felt unresolved in past losses, gave me an opportunity to find more joy, even in the simplest of things, and gave me an opportunity to slow down in my life. Enough to know that I don't need to keep racing towards things. During this time, I had unexpected money come in, unexpected clients come in to where I was not trying and I up leveled in my career. So all of these really amazing opportunities that I don't believe would have come had I not gone through this. Now let me throw this disclaimer in there. This process was not all sunshine and rainbows. The only reason that I can even speak of this is because I am six months past, not that time is any indicator, but I've also just now completed two months of grief recovery. Meaning that I am in a much better place to gain clarity on what I was going through when I stand here now versus when I was in it. So I will say this as well. And I know that it is so cliche and so overdone. However, I want to remind you of this because even I still get caught in it. We all need support. So some things that I did that 
supported me with getting the support that I needed is one, I found this grief group because I knew I need help beyond this. I cannot do this on my own. And let me tell you, coming to that realization that I cannot do it on my own was hard because I wanted to be able to do it on my own. Two, I started to ask for what I needed. So I would I would start off getting really upset, like, you know, these are my best friends. They haven't reached out to me. You know, this certain person that I thought I was really close with hasn't acknowledged my dad's death in weeks. They haven't checked in with me. And I would, I would get really like, does this mean our friendship is over? Does this mean that we're not really friends? Does this mean that this isn't a person that I can rely on? So my, my mind went down that spiral. And instead, I simply texted them and said, hey, I'm feeling this, you know, whether that be I'm feeling disconnected or I'm feeling like you've you've been avoiding me or that I've been wanting you to reach out and it's been upsetting that you haven't and I just want to nip this in the bud before I go create stories about it. And I said, the best way that you can support me is to check in with me. Please just check in with me, whether that be weekly, bi-weekly, just so that I know you are here and that you care and that you love me and you're thinking of me. So instead of sitting and sulking in this pity party of my friends don't care about me and they don't love me and everyone has moved on and how can I be here and they just keep moving on and I just nipped it right in the bud and I texted them and said, I'm, I miss hearing from you can you please just check in with me? It really makes me feel loved and supported. Boom. And my, every single friend was like, of course. Thank you for letting me know how I can support you because newsflash, no one, <laughs> maybe not no one, but rarely people know how to handle grief. Rarely. So if you can support them in how to support you, it's more likely that you'll get the outcome that you desire. So there's that on on support and finding good support and being able to ask for what you need. The other part is about hope. When I was in it, barely able to get out of bed, no joy or excitement for life, no clear reason for why I was still living like why I really questioned that like what is the point because I was so sad and I was lacking so much joy and excitement that I was just like this is dumb like I'm sleeping my entire days away because I just can't get out of bed so like what's the point I was so deep and dark in it right that I had to find and really search for hope. And that came in ways of hearing something, you know, maybe it's hearing an ice cream flavor that was my dad's favorite or hearing a song play on the radio that my dad always used to sing or hearing someone whistle that sounded just like my dad's. Finding little pieces of my dad everywhere that I went I had to hold on to those pieces of hope 
Because when I tell you that I had to search for them, I had to search for them. They did not just come, you know, oh, they're here all the time. I literally had to search for hope because I was so hopeless. And I knew that if I didn't find tiny, tiny slivers of hope, then I really was in such a dark place that nothing seemed worth it. So I had to find hope, right? Nothing seemed worth it to go to the grief recovery, to see a therapist, to ask for support. Nothing seemed worth it unless I had these tiny glimmers of hope. Because when you're so hopeless that the clouds will part, like you really just, you're like, no, no, it's going to be this way forever. I'm, I'm, I'm always going to be this sad. I'm always going to feel this broken. I'm, I'm never going to be able to get out of bed. When you're that deep in it, you, you have to put so much effort towards finding the hope so that you can get past it, so that you can believe you can get past it, so that you can start taking action to get past it. So that's where I was when I speak of all of this opportunity that I found and support that I got. And it came because I had to find the tiniest pieces of hope to get myself through it because it was dark. So yes, there were many, many days that I believed the clouds are never going to part. They're so thick, they're so dark, and they're so dense that they ain't leaving. So now, (laughs) standing here, the clouds always part. And if, if that's where you're at right now, Hear me when I say the clouds always part. And find the tiniest pieces of hope that give you that energy boost to put one foot forward. And then it's two. And then it's three. And then it's four. And the more steps that you take, the lighter the clouds get until they part. And you find joy in your heart again. And you find greater amounts of hope. And you find small little pieces of visions for your future. And you find small little glimpses of excitement for it. The last thing that I want to say about this is I was so scared of the phrase, grief will change you. So many people told me, grief will change you. It will change your relationship. It will change your life. And in my mind, that scared the shit out of me because I thought, well, if it's anything like it is now, it's changing everything for the worse. Right? I'm going to lose my relationship. I'm going to lose the future that I had just planned 30 days ago. And I'm going to lose myself. And I don't know what's going to come in its place. And I was looking at it at the negative. And here's what actually happened, being able to look at it now, is that grief did change me. Grief did change and continues to change myself, my outlook on life, my future, my relationship, my life. But here's the thing, it changed it 
in really amazing ways that I don't believe would have happened had I not gone through grief. My relationship has up-leveled. My myself, my desires, my daily habits, my the way that I move through life has changed for the better. So yes, grief does change you. But that doesn't have to mean that it's all negative. Quite the opposite. When the clouds part and you can see, grief brings a lot of change in way of strength, courage, growth, new experiences, new lessons, new abilities, greater capacities for joy, for pain, for love, for sorrow, for compassion, for empathy. Like, it's all-encompassing change, but not always negative. And that is what I found. And yes, the scars on my heart of losing my dad, it may never not feel emotional for me that I lost my dad. I will continue to have sad days. I will continue to have sad moments of missing and longing and desiring and wishing things were different. That doesn't go away. But what I can tell you is that the Stephanie that I am now in July 2021 versus the Stephanie that I was in January 2021 before my dad had died is completely different. And I'm proud of this, Stephanie, for what I've gone through and what I've overcome and and the work that I've done. And if you are going through this right now, I'm proud of you too. Because while neither of us asked for this, we are doing it, we are going through it, we are overcoming it, and our lives are transforming for it. And even if you can't see it right now, I promise one day you'll look back and you'll see those silver linings. That 2020 hindsight, that opportunity, that change, that growth, that transformation. And if you've already gone through something like this, I want you to take a moment to really reflect on who you are now due to the loss that changed you and be proud of yourself and take a moment to acknowledge yourself for that because it's profound. Keep hope, my friends, always because the clouds always, always part.